I am burning up, y'all. I'm hot. <laughs> I am so hot. I'm hot. I thank God and got up and just cleaned up. You know how sometimes you just be in and out the house so much and you're like, okay, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. Wow. I got to get to that now. I got to get to that. And he kept being like that for me because I was in and out all week, in and out all week. And I said, you know what, God? I got to take care of home first. I don't let my home be like that. Oh, I got to mop the bathroom floor. My son, you know, we, we got to do what we be doing. We got to keep doing it. <laughs> Guess what we've been doing the whole time? We can't stop because we're doing extra things. No way. So I got up today. I said, uh-uh, today is the day. You know when you make that soapy water? That's it. Just give me the rat. Give me the broom. Give me the muff. Let's go to work. Yeah. And I thank God for everything. I'm on here because God is about to flood your life, my life, and with resources. I had a visit from Michael this time. Last time it was Gabriel. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm starting to learn the difference of why God had them to come. See, Gabriel always come with promises, instructions. Michael came. He didn't say anything. He just showed me what he came to do. Excuse me. And we know that Michael is a chief in the army of God. We would have thought that he dressed like a warrior, right? No. This man had on a garment that is so beautiful, so sparkly. It comes all the way to the ground. It's a beautiful gown. And he had a crown headpiece on his head. And all I saw was him looking out my front door of my bedroom, making sure whatever was trying to come in, don't. And I was like, I wonder what that looked like for whatever the devil was trying to do that Michael was sent to come and stop it. Same goes for you and your home too. You understand? God had me to know this today on a higher level. I am putting manifestations in this man to give unto you. I'm going to bless this man just so he can bless you. And I was like, Father, that's not something I ever wanted. I, I want to do, you know, things like that. I don't want no one doing that for me. I don't want that. And I was like that in the past. I don't want that. You come and go all the time. You're a perfect match. You're talking about what you could do for me. I want none of that. And God said, did you ever stop to think that I'm the one doing it? That man can't do nothing of his own. Everything that you guys do, I put your hands toward to do it. It doesn't matter any promotion. It doesn't matter you in the car going this state, that, that state, that country, that country. It doesn't matter any plane tickets. It doesn't matter about any books, any stocks, any bonds, any access. Because I give you the ability to bring everything that you have to pass. You can't do nothing without me. Every good thing comes from above. It just shows me how much we forget because we the ones being used to do, but he's the ones doing it through us. So let's not ever get that twisted. I don't care if I go to the kitchen and just so used to seeing all this food in my fridge. Yeah, who got it for me? Yeah, who woke me up to go and walk to the kitchen to go get the food that he provided for me? So what? I go to any lot and buy a car. Who got the money and put the money in my hand for me? Come on, somebody. Whatever it is, it's because of God. And I don't know why I just kept looking at this man. No, it's not you. That's why I kept denying because I kept seeing you. No, I got to see God using you. 
because that's one way out of many ways God wants to release manifestations upon me. So, you know, he does do it for you. The same goes for you too. God used so many people to bless us. It's like, wow. And Michael came and just looked out my door like I'm here to protect, but he didn't even say anything. And he just had me to see a small glimpse of him just standing there protecting whatever was trying to come in my bedroom because as for me and my house, so that means I got to keep it together, keep it in order. I cannot allow priorities to get out of order. Hallelujah. Which brings me to the next subject used by God to release unto you. Let God bless you. Let God put the resources in your hand for him to bless you. Because he's flooding you and flooding me. God, people say all the time to me, girl, you about, you about to girl, you about to receive so much because of what you do. I'm already receiving. Same goes for you. It's just that sometimes we think it's going to come in a specific way and we missing the way it's coming. We have to be open for any area. And I have to stop telling people, you don't have to do that. No, it's okay if you want to. I just feel strange. You know, people just want to do things for me. Oh, hold on. Okay, hold up. It's too much at one time now. And one thing we have to leave behind is thinking that people doing because a lack of, mm -mm, they doing it because you have more than <laughs> what you can ask or even think. Take lack out of your house. Take lack out of your heart, off your mind. Take lack away from you. And just let God freely bless you. I had no idea that my spiritual dad see me as, you know, he one of my biggest fans. I had no idea when it comes to swag. He just likes swag. <laughs> yeah. And... I did not know that he was a cheerleader of mine. I didn't know. I don't see my spiritual dad, you know, personally like that to just go, because you're doing so much. You know, I'm not a person that just stick around long either. You understand? But we will have moments where we do do things. But until then, you know, God's doing whatever he wants to do. But I had no idea. God showed me. My spiritual dad was like, Q is cute. <laughs> And he showed me in a dream what he was doing. Like, Q is so cute. Like, at the table talking about me. Q is cute. Q is so cute. She cute. Like, that's my spiritual daughter. She cute. My spiritual daughter, cute. And what he mean by that, like, I like her personality. I like her energy. I like her excitement. I like her excitement. <laughs> she's not a size up a room. I love her devotion. I love that she doesn't leave. I know half the things that she endured and put up with. And she still stayed. Because at one point, we had a disagreement. It wasn't going so well. And he realized, oh, she's not going to back down. No. Because your sin became my flaw. I'm not supposed to back down. Because I'm coming out of you. And that means my generation is far more than what the world has ever seen. And what's coming out of me is far more. So I can imagine the personality of what I'm giving birth to, spiritually and naturally. It's not about being smart, about it's about having strong personality. I won't back down. I won't quit. And one thing they love is that it don't matter us or not, you're going to be honest. You're not going to be afraid. You're not going to back down because you're not afraid. 
I'm not afraid. I can't be afraid with this anointing. I can't be afraid with this might. At one point, my spiritual dad thought, I, you know, I was mad. I was like, no, it's might. I know it's might. I was just mad. <laughs> you understand? Stuff like that. And I just thank God that we can just get over things. But one thing they can say, oh, she's not backing down. She's not one of the ones that's scared. No. She's going to let us know if, if need be. And the thing is, nothing more that I would love to do to sit down with any of you and just discuss things with you. But sometimes God don't have it to be that way. And one thing I do not do is give a message like it's to everybody, but I'm coming, you know, directly towards you. No, if I'm speaking and God me to record and you have no other way to hear from me, but in the recording, God won't just have me to address the words that you need to grab. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, grab them, grab them. If it applies to you, just grab them. If it doesn't, then release it from, you know, somebody else, pray for somebody else to receive them. I'm not going to ever look at any of you in the crowd and just say something. No, just grab them. But most of the time we're going to be talking because you're going to, Probably say some things to me too. I had to apologize to someone. It don't matter who right, who wrong. It's the thing is, we keep trying to, you know, be changed. I gotta change my mind, change what I'm thinking, change how I'm feeling. It's gonna be changes on my job. I'm gonna change how I feel about my job. I'm gonna change my money. I'm gonna change how I keep getting these loans, change this debt I'm in, change all these children I'm having. I gotta change all these relationships I'm in. I gotta change lying, change cheating, change stealing. I gotta change having a victimized mentality, change being angry, change being confused, change feeling misunderstood, change not going to church, change wanting to go to church too much and thinking that I'm not receiving anything when I do go to church change looking around while I'm there not getting nothing pulled into me because I'm looking at everybody else but me change but the thing is it's not me trying to become change it's me discovering that I am who I'm trying to become see the word change is you and it's called manifestation and it's called self-discovery you have to tap into you see a void is Something that was uprooted and now you're about to discover what should be there in the first place. For example, if I let go of insecurity, okay, now that void, because now that been uprooted, okay, now God going to have me discover security. It's always the opposite. If I let go being smart mouth, okay, now he's going to have me to discover what it is to hold my mouth. You understand? If I let go of lack, then he's going to show me what it is to have no limits. See, let him have us discover was there by having him to uproot everything and let that be void so he can have us to discover what's already there. Hallelujah. The earth was what? Formed and what? Void. But still able to, you understand, bring forth the things that God has spoken into. Hallelujah. There's a message about to come in, guys. I just heard it. Okay. Greetings to you too. Hallelujah. I'm telling you guys, God, God giving me, he's giving me instructions before I do things. Cause I was invited. Someone paid for my whole trip. I'm like, I just, just want to bless you. We're going to Jamaica. We go on, you know, we spend the whole new year in Jamaica. We want you to come. We bring in the new year in Jamaica and we go. And I, oh my goodness. I never seen something so beautiful, so luxurious in my life. 
they was in a resort and it's like it goes up the steps you know just like two ways like a big circle I'm like oh my god look at that and they got room service people just walking around serving them and you know all kinds of things you know I don't drink but you know I can do orange juice I ain't got to do the mimosas and all that stuff I can do you know apple cider with orange juice it don't have to be liquor it don't have to be wine you understand so I just like I just want to enjoy myself with you guys they showed me the pool area I was like oh god they showed me the beaches the palm trees. I was like, oh my goodness. And what God was trying to teach me is that Quenisha, when you go and enjoy these places, you have to know how to cut it off. And what he mean by that, many of us go places and we want to stay there and stay. And it's not in the environment. We want to stay in that place. And I mean that place overall as a scenery. I want to dwell in this place. I want to live in this place. But if I dwell there, where would that put me going out to have people to encounter God if I'm just thinking about me, my space, my place, <laughs> and things in my face? Where would that put me cutting it off so you guys can receive what God using me to release onto you? That's like if I be at a theme park all day, what that what is that gonna put me when I gotta go to work? You know, God is the one who releases us to have jobs to pay the bills as our provider. And if I just be at a theme park all day, I can't be at work. What does that put me teaching my kids? If I'm just out and about and just making it all about me, I can't make it about me. God has showed us how to cut things off. Many of us don't know how to cut things off. Even when it comes to a conversation that's not going so good, we want to keep going. No, no, you want to hear what I'm saying. No, cut it off. Cut it off. Gotta cut it off. How can I cut it off? Taking it a step at a time and not trying to take it a yearly step at a time. Cut it off. We have to learn how to cut it off. Especially when we eat it and we get full. We just keep one, just, just one more bite. Cut it off. You can always go back to that. I'm not going to save no spoonful. Cut it off. I can sleep all day. No, you got to cut it off. <laughs> got to cut it off. That's why God said we have to know the difference between the times. And when it's time for vacation, I can't think about, okay, it's about me. It's never about me. Now, I'm going to enjoy, but I have to cut it off because God's about to take me to places I've never been. Why? Because I'm just so bold to go wherever he wants me to go, and I have done that. So now he wants me to enjoy places I've never been. They don't even know it's here. I'm telling you, when I seen that waterfall hit that island water like that, I was like, oh, my goodness, all kinds of toucans, flamingos. I was like, what a place to that like Eden. I can live there. And God said, where will everybody else be? Because that, that's like a secluded island. <laughs> where will everybody else be? How are you going to raise the dead? What, who, who eyes you going to open here? You got to know how to cut it off. Okay, God, know how to cut it off. You got to hold it loosely. Know when to go and know when to leave. Because God let me know right now. Because some places I'm like, you know what? I'm about to get a house right here. Right here. Bam. You understand? But cut it off. Got to learn how to cut it off. And God taught me that today. Today. Cut it off. You know, even if I'm in a conversation and someone just assuming that they're right and they're wrong. Cut it off. Just you know, repent. Cut off the way how it used to be. We keep trying to make change. No, know that we are what we're trying to make. We already created as change. 
So cut it off. You know? I had to apologize to someone I wanted to. I said, you know what? I was a little bothered all night because I felt bad. You asked me to do something for you, and I, I didn't want to do it. That was a lot that you asked. But that person asked out of, you know, look, I don't have nobody else. Well, um, we're going to pray about it because um, I don't want to do that either. And I realized it's not about me. It's about being there and helping people. Hallelujah. Period. And I said, that would never happen again. That would never happen again. And a person said, it's okay. I know it won't. I know it won't. It won't. Got to cut off letting people try to take advantage of you. Because some people get by and get ahead by trying to take advantage. Someone was gloating about their lifestyle to me. I'm about to move in a, you know, a bigger home. This one has six bedrooms and I'm about to get this. I'm about to get a pool in the backyard. I'm like, I'm, that's so good. I'm glad to hear you say that. But then I started realizing, you know what? I don't want your life because I know how you got it. I don't want it like that. I'm not going to sue my way to the top. I don't care what nobody say. I started thinking about all those innocent people that were out of jobs and had to pay all that money out of their company for someone who's just trying to make a quick buck. Are you for real? I can't leave like that. That cannot be my source of income. Get You know, getting by by suing people. That's not, I'm going to be patient and wait for God regarding everything. Same goes for you. Same goes for you. I had no idea. I, God was on me so much. He kept showing me his face and everything. I'm like, okay, God, to the point it was starting to be a little overwhelming. Like, wow, you never been on me like this. Like, you're going to be like white on rice. I thank you. It's like God wanted to share. You know, he's covering. He's covering. The power of God has came over me. And over you. And I can never be a person to forget where I came from. Forget about how all you pray for me and just be there for me. I can never forget that. Nah. That's not that's not even in me. Mm-mm. I um I can feel a lot of changes. I don't know why God showed me a connection with, what's her name? Kiki Palmer? I don't know even know how that's going to happen. <laughs> but God says that, you know, it's going to be a great connection with Kiki Palmer. Okay. But I see, I see morning show. I do. I don't know how that's going to get started. No. <laughs> I'm just going to keep seeing this thing through, y'all. I mean, a lot of times we'd be skeptical and talk about what God is saying because it seems like it's impossible to happen. Like, I don't want to think that it's not going to happen because I don't even know how it's going to happen. You better confess what God is sharing with you because he's not just sharing, you know, things that's not going to take place. He's sharing with you and I because it is going to take place. 
and how much, you know, glorifying it is to see what a person already said. Come on now, you prophesied that. And I, I see them on a show. I do. <laughs> I see a lot of collaborations, you know, in the industry. I do. I really do. I thank God for it. But um, one thing I said to God, I don't know about being in a movie. I don't know. Because to remember that entire script like that, how they do that? <laughs> they say it's so natural. You, you think it's too much of it. How? Do you remember to say all of that? The whole movie? And some people acted in four movies at a time. How do you remember all that? You don't get them mixed up? No, because you have to live the character. You understand? It's just that I'm so freehand that I, I just start speaking and you'd be like, is that on the script? Like this should have been on the script. And I'm just speaking from my heart due to every, you understand, every scene. But you can't do that. You have to stay to the script. <laughs> yeah. So imagine what God wants to do with that. A person who don't need a script and could just act it out every time. That's amazing to me. That's supernatural right there. Yeah. But whatever God is doing in your life, just enjoy it. I'm telling you. Enjoy it. I was excited to find out that my spiritual dad really, you know, cheers me on like that. Like, yeah, that's like, like I'm the mascot. <laughs> I'm his mascot. Yeah. You know, when you have a person that you can, that can represent you, you know, in whatever way, you know, out of excitement, this is like, that's like saying, okay, this person on this team, I'm going to show you guys this, you know, just to, you know, showcase what we can bring. I'm going to use, you're not going to use somebody that sleep all the time, would you? To represent you. You're not going to use somebody who's lazy all the time, who come late all the time. No. I'm going to show you who's always, you know, early or on time, who, you know, excited, who's about it and, you know, who's in it, who, who's not playing around. Come on. That's all of us. You understand? For us who are, but let's pray for the ones who are not. You know, they be come alongside. Because I know what it's like to procrastinate. I know what it's like to procrastinate. <laughs> I know what it's like to procrastinate. I'm trying to tell you. I know it's like to procrastinate so much. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to do them. Okay, God, this time, this day. Okay, this day, right here, right here. You know, that's, you know. But this portion of the podcast, a shift just has taken place. I want you to listen to me. Parents, if this applied to you, listen to Holy Spirit. Some of you have teenagers who want to go away to college. And many of you are being so hard on them. You're not going away. It's going to be what I say. You're going to do what I say. And the teens feel like you're not trusting me. You don't trust me. I will not do things in the world of the world. You can trust me. I will not have no normal college lifestyle like the other children. You know, drinking, partying. I would not lose sight of my godly character. I'm not going to embarrass you, have you look bad. Many of us are trying to paint this perfect picture. And guess what? Holy Spirit says majority of us as women. It's us who try to run the home. Because our role is to keep everything flowing smoothly. You understand? That's our role. That's why we can multitask. A little more than men because we are created to do a lot of things in the home at one time. So you have to learn your own strategy and know your own pace. Many of us can do 10 things at once. Cooking, washing, cleaning on the phone, praying, all that at once. 
And some just like, you know, I'm going to sit here, take my time, whatever it is, unto the glory of God. Hallelujah. A man's role is to hear from God, to get the instructions about his family and what to do regarding family, how to make investments regarding family, you know, being very resourceful because God is the source regarding a man and his family. And many of us women are overstepping our boundaries, trying to control the entire operation. God is saying to me right now to say to you, we can't do that. A lot of men want to say, but not going to say they want to keep the peace because we as women who act this way, I don't care what you say. It's going to be, I say, cause I know, I know what to do. I know it's, it's going to keep flowing this way, but I'm going to tell you like this. There's a saying that people say all the time. How come the pastor's kids or how come people in ministry kids always be the ones rebellious, the ones who smoke the most weed and who, you know, live the most rebellious lifestyle, who lies a lot, who don't even go to church and who date this and do that, fornicate this and do that. And I'm going to tell you, Holy Spirit said to me, the reason for that is because we spend so much time investing in people outside the home so much. And we just, you know, assuming that because my kids are in the home with me, you already getting that out of me. But if I'm not clearly, you know, verbally pouring that into you spiritually, then you're going to lose sight of what you need to do right then and there prophetically. Hallelujah. If I stop pouring into you, if I stop telling my son, you understand, not to clean or stop saying the vision with my son, you know, he's never going to forget it, but he's not going to have it as... He normally said every day, if he go weeks and years without saying it, if I don't have him to clean up and stay on top of him, he may slack. And that's what many of us do. That's why God uses people, places, and things to keep us in line. How many words that God would give you to get to someone to keep them in line? Look, always be above, never beneath. Always, you know, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. You know, count it all joy, you know. Dwell in the secret place of the most high or lead me to the rock that's higher than I. We have so much word to just continue to declare over each other to keep each other where we need to be kept. You know, don't drink, you know, go to church. No, don't, no, don't just watch on stream. No, go in the house today or you understand, come in for New Year's Eve. Go bring in a year with God. No, don't go to the club. Things like that we tell each other. So imagine what happens when we stop telling our kids. They're going to start slacking. Some of our children right now have a smart mouth. Let me use my family as an um, example, me and my siblings. I'm actually the middle child. And I mean, literally, there's one over me and one under me. My sister growing up, her personality as a teenager, you know, I see everything that goes on. I'm, you know, the older one, so more responsibility on me. I'm not going to fake no funk in front of nobody, but I know what to do, what not to do around people. I know what to say, what not to say. I'm not going to embarrass my mother, but I'm not going to sit there and uh, fake for no one. It's going to be written all over my face how I feel. That's how she was as a teen. Me, I was, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I'll go along with everything you say, go along. I know you want us to pretend. I know you want to paint this picture. So let me just put on this doll baby face and just do whatever it is. And then my little brother, you know, he was the baby. He's the only boy. So he was the one who just was able to get his way regarding everything. That boy, I don't care if it's 12 o'clock in the morning, he wake up and he want a honey bun and he call it honey bunny. I want a honey bunny. Boy, you better go out to bed. And my mother would wake us up, go to the store across the street and go get my son a honey. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Go get him a honey bun. That's what he wants. And it was like, it was always what he wanted in the house. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It was like that because he was the baby boy. But the thing is, 
when we keep our priorities in order, it wouldn't be three different types of ways of living when you have three different type of children with different personalities. Do you understand? We have to learn how to trust our children with the words that we impart into them. Because some children are called to go away to college to impact that place and be imparted to for the great change. But many of us parents are afraid to let our children go and explore because we're thinking they're going to mess up. You're not going to embarrass me. No, it's not your picture to paint. Because that's why we're feeling frustrated. That's why everybody in the home is not happy and not getting along outside of, you understand, people's vision, out of people's, you know, sight. When no one's around, we really show how we feel. We know how to act when we're in public. We want to look like we get along and go along and do everything and sing along. But the thing in the truth of mind about it is, we can't paint no picture when God has already given us a vision. When it came to Michelle and Barack, many put a lot on that family. They perfect, perfect, perfect. And they were not receiving those words. We thank you for that. Yeah, we thank you for that. But let us continue on being us. We're not going to put on no charade. And they two daughters, as they gotten older, they was like, we're not going to let no one paint no picture for us as we know perfect, perfect president to family. No, we like to go clubbing, we like to party, we like to do these things, but we're not going to lose sight of what we have learned. And their parents just let them be. And some parents let their children be, especially when they get to a certain age, there's nothing you can really do. But many of us feel like, I don't care how old you are, you're still my child, you better watch what you do. And that's why many children grow up unhappy. You don't trust me. I can't go and, you know, go to school. I can't get me a job. I, I can't do what people normally do at my age because you're afraid that I'm going to branch out and you think that I'm going to lash out and I'm going to, you know, do things. You can't hold me hostage. You're trying to keep me in a box. You better hear the prophecies that are coming forward. Because my spiritual dad was just talking about being in a box. Many of us are trying to keep our kids and our family in a box, our wives in a box, our husbands in a box. No one's going to see what goes on in this house and no one's going to know what goes on in this family. But the thing is, you think people don't see, we think people don't know. They know what painted pictures look like because we all try to paint one. My son let me know when he was very young. Nope, because <laughs> he did everything I said not to do in that picture. Sit still. No, I want to move around. Okay. He was letting me know. My son's personality was very strong as a kid. And that was nothing but God letting him to let me know, no, you're not going to do that to him. And guess what? I stopped. That didn't even last a day or two. You enjoy yourself, son, being here. I would not do that to any kid, anyone in my home. Now, we're going to pour into each other. And that's what we're going to do. It's going to be real and not rehearsed. So what if we disagree? But one thing we're not going to do is go against each other's disagreement behind each other's backs. That's what we're not going to do. And God already gave me instructions. You know, the, the first night we in the home together, we're just going to talk and, get, and everybody be on the same page. May go over the same things that we already know. It's common sense. But still, as long as I get your agreement, correct, 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 correct. Okay. Now we're on the same page. Because some people may feel like, okay, we could be done this way. Hold on, let's go, let's let's come to an agreement. 
Because a man is created to lead the family. Now, who am I to try to take the lead? It's not going to work. He's going to be very unhappy because he don't want to keep arguing with me. So men give up sometimes. Like, you know what? I don't want, I don't want all that. Just go ahead. You want to take the lead? Go ahead. We can't do that. I was that kid that, that went along with everything. Like, okay, I know what it is, so I'm just going to go ahead and keep pretending too. And I and God didn't have me do that too long. No, he didn't have me want to do that at all. But, you know, that's what I was doing. Going along with the show. And that's the thing. That's what it was called, a show. And there's always a child that's like, I don't care about no show. I don't care about what people say. I don't care about what no people think. And we're thinking that child is smart mouth. No, that child is just being honest. It's just us who's not, and we don't want to be called out at it. I'm not going to have my child living like he's confined. He mess up all the time. He don't do nothing right and all these things. No, if you and I allow people to paint a picture or we paint our own picture, it's never going to be perfect because God say it's his perfect will and plan. So why am I trying to paint over his vision that can never be painted over? Hallelujah. You know, I was I was doing an event one day, no place mentioned. And someone said, okay, Q, if you borrow these, you know, items for the festivity, for the party, just make sure you put them back. Y'all can borrow whatever y'all want to borrow. Just make sure y'all put them back. We was like, cool. We got all these blow up lights and all this stuff. Okay, we're about to have a good time. Just make sure y'all put them back. Okay, it's time to clean up. I felt in my spirit as I was putting the things back, I didn't have much to put back because everybody was, you know, helping. And this man was coming behind me. I was like, oh, God, I can feel once I hit this corner, you know, I suddenly I got scared. I'm not going to, I got scared. Like, okay, this man, he's, he's coming. Okay. And I said, I don't need your help. You know, I got it. You know, I got it. Thank you, though. He still kept coming. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Let me hurry up. I got scared. I thought he was going to try to hurt me, run the corner, I thought he was try to do something to me. We got around the corner. This man said, look at you with all that energy. I like it. I want to put you in a bottle and just shake you up and drink you. And I was like, why did you say that? So I rushed. I really, I started running, walking back to where the party was. And the thing about it is, I felt very uncomfortable. And that person looked like they were not even bothered. It didn't even bother them or nothing that they were saying to me. Like, you know, like they just normally do that all the time. And I said, God, I went in the bathroom. I didn't want no one to know. I went in the bathroom and I was looking at myself like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Think about all the people who have been sexually harassed, sexually abused, and they blaming themselves for that. If this wasn't like this, then that would never came to me. You better, you better, I come against that right now in the name of Jesus. Because I was starting to blame myself in that bathroom. I was just having a great time at the party. First party I was able to, you know, facilitate, and you're going to do something like that. And I was like, you know what? We all sat in a circle. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to call this person out on that. I'm just going to just, you know, just, just, just whatever, man. Just whatever. And I thank God that he kept that man away from me. I don't know. I don't even care where he is. He kept him away. 
And I thank God for that. I don't want them to stop coming to, you know, receive whatever God wants to do, but just keep them somewhere away from me. Just keep them away from me. Because that was dead wrong. That was just, and I don't want to go and tell no one. I don't want to be on that big scene. People, some people say, no, it's not going to be that much. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. It will travel fast. I don't want to be in no mess like that. So I just said, okay, God, whatever. I gave it to God. That's all we can do, right? And God took care of it for me. And I thank God for it. But let me get back to, you know, the teens, you know, the young adults. You know, when they get 18, most, you know, young adults are like, you know, I can really do what I want to do. But many of them are like, I'm just going to listen to you. Many of us parents don't want our kids to work because we feel like, you know, you're not ready for the world in that type of way yet. That's because we keep trying to shelter them because we're not ready for them to, you know, branch out yet. Many of us have different reasons as to why we don't want them to. Many of us are really, you know, afraid of what may happen, afraid of them failing. And we can't. We live on a a firm foundation. We live based and built upon that. So why are we afraid? Why are we thinking about failure? You understand? We can't do that. Hallelujah. Just like that man who said that slick talk out of his mouth. He can't do that. He can't go around doing it to women like that. And probably doing it to men too, for real, for real. But I'm not going to go there. You understand? And I was like, okay, God, with that, I got it. I got it. Hallelujah. God is so good to us, right? Right. So I just feel in my spirit, Holy Spirit had me to say, Michael is, I mean, yeah, Michael here today. Michael is here. If Michael here with me, I know he's there with you. And we have to let our kids branch out. Some of your children I can feel are very heartbroken, very sad, very unhappy. And they just trying to go along with the show. And that's why their mouth is so sassy. Very good kid, but just like, you know, I don't want to hear nothing right now. I want to go away and do what was in my heart to do. And guess what? If we don't let them do that, that's going to be the biggest regret that we and they have will ever have. Not doing what's in their heart to do. Now imagine if my mother said to me, and I listened, because many were like, you know what? Let me just use this as, as an example. You know, I tore up all those college acceptance letters. I had some very good teachers, obviously, because they kept signing me up for stuff and that was coming to my home address because of my grades, because of my attitude, because of my style. Okay, let's put her in this Merlin beauty pageant, this teen beauty pageant. You know, she got a nice style. She dressed different. I know it wasn't a student because you have to be an adult to enter someone in. So I was like, one of my teachers did this and they never told me which one did it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be in this. And God was like, no. So I got the college acceptance letters due to the SAT. I did very well on. And they was, you know, applying me in all these schools. I'm like, okay. So I got all these acceptance letters. One was at Delaware State. I'll never forget. One, another one was in New York, New York State. And I was like, you know, I'm going to tear these things up because I don't feel to go. Because God was like, no, no, no. I don't want you to pursue, you know, being a judge, criminal justice, you know, any of that capital punishment. You know, you have all that in the spiritual realm. I don't want you to do that. It's good to do, but it's just not for you. 
And I was like, I can't do anything. So I felt like that with God. Like, he's just so strict on me. Can't do anything. And my mom didn't understand all that. You're not going to school? No. You're going straight to the government, I guess. So I started working in the government straight from high school. And she was like, I'd rather you go to college. I went to college. Your family went to college. You go to college. And I was like, you know, I'm not to explain everything that God was saying. But the, the point of the matter is, is that imagine if I did what people wanted me to do. Where would I be now? Where would I be now if I'm in someone's courtroom as a judge? And then all of a sudden I decide, okay, I'm not going to fight this anymore. Let me start doing what I've been doing long ago. Let me start that right now today. Come on, someone. Just like the recipes that come from the kingdom. Let me start on the recipes that God been giving me for over 20 years. Come on, someone. Let me start humbling myself so I can, you know, receive who God has for me, you know, after all these years. I'm just giving examples. How would that be? We can't do that to each other. It's what I say. What I say goes. And you're not going to do that. Not up in my house. And walk around with an attitude. Walk around pissed off. I can't do nothing. You mouthing off? No. And then we leave out the house like we're so free. Like everybody can just be. Now imagine if I wanted to do things that everybody, everybody has something for me to do. And I mean to become. No, you're good at this. Oh, yeah, you can draw. Oh, my God, you're a painter. Oh, you can design. Oh, my okay, I want you to sketch some things and put them in this book. Have you ever used a sewing machine? No. You can crochet. Okay, make some things and have your own boutique store. And people are going to just buy all kinds, especially the elderly people. They like crocheting. You can make blankets, quilts. Booties for little kids and all kinds of hats and cats and all kinds of stuff. You're good with pets. Why don't you be a pet groomer? I'm telling you, I had, I had it all. I had it all. It was very confusing. You love children. Open up your own child care facility. You can do that. You're right. Right. You do makeup. You do hair. Girl, stop playing. Oh, God, I was so confused. I was so confused. I'm not going to lie. I was confused. I was like, I don't know. But the thing about it is, the only confusion was the misunderstanding. Trying to please them and not please God. Was in me. That's how God is pleased. The release was in me that I always wanted. You could be a cheerleader coach. You are good with cheering. You are so good with the pyramids and all those. Green Bay gets you a cheerleader team. So many teams out here, girls out here, would love to be in competition. I was confused. Very. And I had to shut all that noise up and say, no, I want to preach. I love to preach. I can do all those things, those talents that you guys said. I get it, but I'm not here to do that only. 
and you're not going to tell me I'm here too. I can also do that, but I must do what God wants and how he wants it. And this is exactly how he wants it. Trust me, talents will always be exposed. They be exposed all the time. We release them. But what paves the way for talents to be exposed is the gift. That brings acknowledgement. So we can't shelter people from them being acknowledged to have people acknowledge God through them. I had it all coming to me. You are great with your hands. You could be a masseuse. I'm telling you. I was like, wow. You a painter. You can paint. I was like, oh, God. Mm -mm -mm. I'm telling you. And people are walking around, teenagers walking around in our homes like, I'm just not happy. I'm doing what everybody want me to do, but what I want to do. And we can't have that for our family members. That's not what God wants. This complex has a lot of dogs, and I mean vicious dogs, <laughs> even small ankle biters. And I'm like, just, just pick up after your dog. Pick up after your dog and keep your dog on a leash. A little baby was just murdered, was definitely mauled by a vicious stray dog that got out of the backyard more than once and attacked an old lady and then attacked a baby. Nothing but the devil. This baby on a playground playing with, you know, the mother and there goes a daggone dog out of nowhere. And a mother trying to fight the darn dog off her bleeding to death baby. And the owner like, uh, Control your pets, people. Nobody want to see your snake outside in the street. All kinds of pets getting away, straight away, and they're attacking people. My dog don't have to wear a muzzle. My dog don't need a leash because my dog is playful. Yeah, to you as the owner. They're not, you understand, taught to, you know, respect others like they respect you. That's the purpose of many, how many and why many of us have a pet for protection. Watch your pets. Hallelujah. So parents, you have a child that wants to do something and they're at age and they can. Let them. Trust them. They're not going to stray away. You're still going to pour into them. No guy going to get no girl pregnant. No girl going to come home pregnant or with no boy or no girl or smoking or drinking or any of that. When you're pouring into them, God say, ask for you and your house. You don't mean everybody stay in the same home all the time. Some people grow up and grow out of the house, but they still a house because a house is a home because that is your ministry, your family. You understand? 
God never have our kids to just stay with us. Hallelujah. I'm not a parent that will rush my kid out. None of them. No. God knows the space to keep them in my face. <laughs> but if you want to go to college, go. Enjoy. You know, work this place, that place, go. Whatever. I don't know why I just want all my, my whole family. Just I mean, not my whole family. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just those in my home always stay in my home. <laughs> you have your family over there, that side of the house. <laughs> it just get bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah. A mansion with just your immediate family and kids growing up. You got grandkids there. That's what I want. But they might not want that. They may not want that. We can't put what we want on our children, you know. I had to stop that myself with my son at a very young age. I can't have him to be what I want and do what I want. Because I wanted to shelter my son too. Can't shelter my kid. Hallelujah. You can't shelter your kids either. I can feel in my spirit they are very unhappy. They're getting tired of putting on a fake a show. We don't want them to become adults and start disliking us. And we have some great kids. We can't try to control them forever. And we definitely don't want to push them away. You know, people can see that when we do that. People can see when we're trying to paint a picture for our kids, our home. That's one thing I would never do. I would never have anyone or even myself to paint a picture for anybody in my home. Now, we're respectful people, loving people, you know, men and women of God. But we also, you know, are a three-part being. Not thinking about no mistakes. We're just living. We think about too many mistakes sometimes. Then we just try to keep each other from making them. No, just live. Enjoy living instead of making mistakes so much. How can I live? And I'm always thinking about doing things always, you know, 100% right. And if I don't get it right, then where does that put me? You understand? I thank God for everything. I'm excited about what God is doing and through our lives, God. Hallelujah. I'm going to take tomorrow while my son's back in school. And I'm just going to read what was told, you know, for me to read. Amos, the entire book of Amos and Hosea. And I thank God neither one of them are more than 20 chapters. So that works out. And listen to someone called Merlin Hickey. Whoever that is. I don't know. I'm about to find out. You understand? And I'm not going to allow anyone to frustrate me or overwhelm me. I'm going to do what I need to do, do what I got to do. You know, um, just allow God to be God. 
You know, we can't take things for granted. We can't take people for granted. We can't take our kids for granted. They're going to walk around very unhappy and we just looking like we're just so perfect all the time. You know, I realize just because a person is in church doesn't mean they're not, you know, being challenged with anything. There are a lot of men who were flirtatious in the world, gotten married and have a woman, you know, in the house of God. And they still have some of those ways. I see it all the time, everywhere. Not even just in church. And women do it too. We have to stop that. We know how to conduct ourselves as women and men of God. There's no way. I'll, I'll guess what? I can wear whatever I want to wear. But when it comes to being virtuous, that attribute, virtuosity, is not going to have me to wear no split all the way up my thigh, all the way up my butt, all the way up my back, show all my breasts in front of all of you as a single or married woman. Because for one, that's showing a lack of respect for you and myself. I don't care. I'm going to say it. Many of us show too much and wonder why we don't have a woman or a man. No one wants to see your chest, my chest, your butt, my butt, and think it's okay. No one. Not even aware that we're ministering the wrong message. Having families not come together and pray, they're actually being torn apart and straying away. Arguing about what they see us do. And many of us say, well, I can't help that. I mean, that's, that's, not on, that's on them. But we wouldn't want that for us. Just like me getting married, would I want someone dressed to outdo mine at my own wedding? Would I want my bridesmaids to wear their bodies and everything cleavage shown when people are there? A man who allows women to show her body is only for two reasons. She do what she want to do or He's insecure and he wants to show off his wife in a way he shouldn't show because he don't have the knowledge nor the wisdom to let that type of thinking go. Simple as that. Hallelujah. It's been part two today. Two double episodes. I recorded last night to this man of God and it was like maybe four. That was four hours worth of talking in and out my sleep. And some of them, I was just sleep. God just had me just have the recording on back to back to back. And I was just in and out praying in and out, you know, hearing from God, saying to God, talking to him and probably snoring in this man's ear like that. And I'm not going to play it back. No, <laughs> no, I didn't publish it. Of course not. There are two that I really passed out on. I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I snored or not. Because one time I played something for him and I cried myself to sleep. And I heard me, myself snoring because I was so tired. I couldn't sleep. You know, I was crying like, oh my God, what did I do? What did I cause you? I caused pain in your heart. Oh no. And I was doing a beginner's preparation. It was hurting me so bad that I just broke down. So I fell asleep and I was like, 
I was snoring so bad. I was like, oh my God, I snore. And he heard that. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Let me tell you guys something. One thing I learned as a single woman, you know, having a man who know who I am as a wife to be, is that you don't ever have to wonder would that man fall out of love with you, have eyes for someone else ever in life, 10 years later, 20 years. He's going to always have that special place in him that's created only for you. And I learned that from God because God, the one taught me how to do everything. And I, I really find myself being favored because God didn't have me to talk about any of this to any of you guys. And I mean like getting your feedback or just talking about him and all that. No, and that's what I wanted, but I'm glad that I didn't get it that way because God wanted me to hear only from him. Because sometimes we talk out of emotion. Sometimes we talk out of experience, but we all call to do something differently. So I can't receive the way that God placed in you if he didn't place it that way for me. So I had to get it 100% from God with everything. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you don't have to worry about any of that. Too many of us women, you know, are insecure because of our men. Oh, you're going to look at somebody. Oh, I don't want him to feel like, I know he's not going to want you, but I know it's a chance that he wish he could have had you. <laughs> he would have picked you if it was a chance. Like we don't have to think like that. And men either. No, we don't guys. You know, men of God, women of God don't think like that. No. So I realized a lot of us are, you know, I thought, I thought about, I thought about mm, trying to get it out. I thought about it. Look, just because I have a supervisor on my job or a manager or a store floor manager, whatever you want to call it, a team leader, sometimes God will have you there to teach them by you being an example, whether you're under them or not. It's not about, oh, I know more than you. Oh, I, I, you know, more loving than you. So I should be where you are, not you. No, it's God have them there to you understand, learn from you by you being an example, I'm being an example, or they're being an example for us. I realized God brought me a lot of places that I had to really be an example. Yeah. And I set a great example. And then once the example was set, it God had me to leave the place because now they got it. Sometimes God will use you to be an example to keep people in place, to keep them in line. You know, sometimes we stray off. You know, we're doing, some people need it, be, need to be reminded more than others. Okay. Hey, your mouth came back like it was. Hey, I'm going to bring somebody around who knows how to speak, you know, and it's not for us to take it, you know, incorrectly. It's to take it and keep it. Hallelujah. And there are a lot of unhappy men. I feel in my spirit to say, and women, because the priorities are not in order. No. And we're not saying anything. There's something wrong if I'm married to this man, we go into the same place and going back home at the same time and same home, and yet we use two separate vehicles. There's something wrong with that picture. There's a lot wrong with, you know, me not being happy as a man or as a woman, and I can't tell my spouse why I'm not happy because I'm afraid of us arguing about it. No, we're going to sit down. And we're going to discuss this because a change about to take place in both our lives for real. We're about to receive a breakthrough. Hallelujah. And not break down anymore. Hallelujah. That's why many of the times when we try to put on a show, 
you know, people that see what's behind the four walls will be like, Shane, you think it's that sweet. Yeah, you think they be at work not gossiping. Yeah, I, I don't call them. You know, stuff like that. We don't want people to have to say things like that. And so I say, you know, I'm going to eliminate all of that talk about me by not doing it. You understand? I wasn't hiding doing things. It was just that, you know, everything not for everybody. But by me doing certain things and living a certain lifestyle, people are like, you know, calling me out in my face about what I have done. So I'm like, let me just stop these things. You know, because you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Thank you for that. And then guess what? And then when you stop doing it and they want you to start back, it's like, oh, no, I ain't mean it like that, huh? Go ahead. You go, nah, because you made a good point, and I'm following that. You understand? Now, it's a true, it's a true story. And I, and I was like, you know, no, you're right. Stop. I got it. Period. <laughs> you understand? Now, it wasn't always that easy. Because at one point, I was like, if you don't get out of my face. I was, you heard me on here the other day. I was like, you know, I was going in, but I was going in honestly. Like, how dare, that was my thing. How dare you to tell me about my walk? You ain't even walking. Try taking a step first. Try being on time first. How about being loving? And that's how Christ was feeling. Y'all keep coming at me, talking about someone on the Sabbath. You don't even honor your parents. Your day's being shortened. You understand? And I said, God, they're right. I got to change that. Yeah. Don't give people a reason to say what they don't have to say because don't do. Now, if it's something that you cannot help, it's out of your control, then that's something else. Hallelujah. So when it, go, when it comes to going back to the family, when it comes to family, you and I have to really, really do the right thing regarding family. We can't fail our family. We can't. We can't. We can't. We can't try to control the men. A man should not know less than you know about the home. Well, my wife knows everything. Well, go to her. She know. She know. I, I don't. I, what do you know? You better find out. That's how things flow smoothly on what you know, because a man is created to, you understand, lead in the way it should go. You know, we can't just line up all the kids. Okay, everybody lined up. Everybody fine. Let me see. Okay, let me check. 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 No. What's going on? You're at this age now. This is what you need to do. What is God saying to you? Well, this is God saying to me, let's come together. Let's have family time. Family time, is, it shouldn't be, okay, mommy nice today, daddy nice today. I like when they're nice, they, 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 they are nice. No, we got to be like that all the time. I had to learn that myself. I had to learn that myself. Everything I'm saying to you guys, I had to learn before I can teach. I didn't just wake up with instructions for my son. No, I had to humble myself to be the best mom that my son need me to be, okay? That's why you guys compliment me because I'm just that humble to learn. I don't care if I have to apologize to my son. Look, you know what? I shouldn't have yelled. You know what? We're going to do this together. I'm not going to push you away. I'm not going to. You understand? I want my child growing up thinking that 
You know, I'm a failure. I keep messing up. Nah. You're a blessing. What else can go right? It's about going before God being honest. Father, I'd be irritated. Sometimes I don't want this child around. I'm just giving random things. Get away from me, many of us say. Get out my kitchen. Get away from me. Get out my room. Just go somewhere. Just not right here. And many of us do that to each other in the home. And then sometimes we have good days. And we're like, you know, okay, everything going so good this day. And we try to diagnose ourselves with bipolar and schizophrenia, ADHD and all that stuff. Nothing wrong with you. Just check your attitude. That's all. Check how you talk. I talk to people. That's all we have to do. Check it. Hallelujah. No, hallelujah. You understand? I told my son, I thank God for him. You know, it's not easy being a parent. I had so much to say when I wasn't a parent. Oh, I'm going to be like this. It's going to be like that. You know, wow, it's going to be amazing. My child didn't come with no instructions. And what I mean by that, I'm talking about in a box. I had to humble myself. And I'm going to tell you like this, there's a difference when it comes to hearing from God regarding your kid. There is a difference every time. Every time. You know what's so amazing about Ishmael and Hagar? Is that Hagar did what she was told to do. But had to reap the consequences because she did it. And Sarah was the one pulling all the cards because the promise was coming out of her. And when she got so jealous, she told them to leave. And God went to Abraham about it. Like she told me to do this with this woman. Now she's going to keep doing this to them. And he was like, God, what should I do? God said, listen to your wife. And I was like, why would God say that to him? What would make God say that? Okay, it's okay for them to leave. And God said, listen to your wife because that's not where the promise is. Wow. But God spared Haggai and Ishmael when they were out and about because they were about to die of thirst. And God allowed water to appear and they begin to drink and it gave them more strength to go to the next place and the word is said God blessed them both he was with them too but God told Abraham listen to Sarah yeah let him go I know that's your son but let him go I never read any instruction that God given Abraham about Ishmael it was always about Isaac See, God is showing us the significance of listening to him, following his will, so we don't have to go through extra unnecessary things that we put ourselves through just by doing what we think is best for us when God is the one who created us. I thank God for sparing my son. I really do, because he was about to take him. More than once. I had to say, God, I'll never forget that day in the hospital. No, you're not going to take this one. 
telling you. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. I'm about to look up this color. And it's a pattern. It's pink and blue. And it's together like, you know, cotton candy. God is not just showing the colors separated. He's showing them together. Everywhere I go, I see pink and blue. And I just turned around looking at my clothes. I see my pink shirt beside my blue shirt. <laughs> Guys, I went to the store. It was nothing but pink and blue. And my nephew was in the back seat. And he kept trying to hit me in the back of my head with those balloons. And the balloons were pink and one was blue. And I keep seeing that. It's like one pattern. It's not, you know, to us, it'd be like green is a color. Yellow is a color. But that pink blue can be a color to God. And I'm trying to, let me Google this. What is God saying about this pattern, pink and blue? Because God could be saying so many things that I'm just not getting. I kept trying to ignore it. I don't know what you're saying. So I'll just wait till I get more clarification. God said, no, how about you dig? Alright. Okay. Pink and blue, the pattern. Let me see what God wants to say to me. I'm still checking. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's not giving me what, you know, I don't know. It's just pink and blue. I don't know what God is saying to me. Mm hmm. <sighs> It's just I can't escape the color, the patterns. They're everywhere. Everywhere I turn around, there is that color, that pattern, pink and blue. And I'm like, what is you trying to say? Uh, I don't know. I just know whatever you want to just say, just, you know, I'm open for it, God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it just mean balance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, I just receive what God wants. I just cannot escape, and they both together. It's not like, okay, here's pink. Okay, here's blue. No, they're together. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but they going way out of out of it when I'm looking up. It is going too far out of what I'm trying to find out. <laughs> but anyway, as I get on here and I say to you guys that allow Holy Spirit to do what Holy Spirit wants to do in your family. 
You and I cannot be out here trying to fight what God wants to do in and through our family. I don't want you going this place. I don't want you in this person's face. And guess what? We shelter our kids so much. See, the thing is, if my son was like, you okay, buddy? All right. We, we still got more things to open. We're going to open them in a little bit, okay? All right. We got so many presents all over from everywhere. I'm telling you, even things that God puts me to get. We just was like, you know, we ain't going to open up nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it's like, where to put it? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I'm just so grateful. I was a person like, you don't have to give me nothing. No, you're fine. No, don't. No, put that back. Yeah, I'm good. I'm cool. Whatever, my. I'm blessed by the best. And oh, yes. I'm trying to rhyme. And oh, yes. I receive the best. Like, no. With no stress. Like, no. Hallelujah. Mm, this is good. I don't want to jerk that, God. Yeah. No. I'm not. Thank you for everything. Mm hmm. I've been here jerking eggs. I'm trying to tell you. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. For real. I sure will. Mm -hmm. oh. Simon's like, she's hungry. You can eat lunch. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. So it's my time for now. So all the words that guides me to say, just receive them well. Receive them well when it comes to your family. Receive them well. God said, don't get off that fast. Okay. Mm. I was trying to eat. Mm. It's okay. Mm. I'm good. What I want to say, it's all about holding ourselves accountable. Admitting and moving forward. You know what? That was me. That's my family. God is talking about. God is talking to. Let me make some changes. Let me make some changes. Let me make some changes. Mm-hmm. We cannot be a family that's big on image. Mm-mm. Because we people, we make mistakes. I hated growing up on image. My grandfather was a bishop, big-time bishop, big-time businessman. Had over 10 businesses and run them all. And we had to be on our best behavior at all times. You are not going to make 
Let's look back. And now people are like, you know, we apologize. That that's not what we're supposed to do. Because that, that robs us of being who we are. It robs us from learning from our own mistakes. How can we learn? I can't think for my son. I can't live for my son. And at one point I was thinking that. You don't ever have to leave. You don't ever have to work. You good. You and me. Is that what God said? Is that what God wants? Is that what he wants? See, my son's personality, he don't really like going to many places. He a homebody. Now, it's not because I'm like, you can't go nowhere. I'm like, I mean, go ahead. <laughs> now I'm okay. I see all my friends in school. You don't want to go nowhere by yourself? Nope. I don't mind, but mm-mm. I'm all right. See, I gave him that decision to make. It's not, oh, you don't go nowhere. You stay with me. No, I can't. It's like when you raise your kid the way they should go, they don't want to leave you. <laughs> when you show to them, they can't wait to get away. And I'm going to tell you like this from my mistake. Being sheltered too much? Of course. I wanted to go out there and find out on my own just to be smart mouth. Just because I'm being told I can't do. So I'm going to do it anyway. Thank God for sparing me. But many of us feel like, you know, I'm going to spare you from making that decision. Can't keep them confined too long. Because people change. People change. Somebody might have you let them control. I mean, you might have someone that let you control them. I control them. But when they come up and make up in their mind, I'm done. Not anymore. What are we going to do then? We ought to accept their change. I'm not doing this anymore. Got to accept their change. Hallelujah. We have to accept their change. Some of us have friends. Who could give us all the advice in the world. What to do with our kids. But they let their kids breathe. So we have to be very careful with that too. We have to let our kids breathe. Or they're going to feel like they're suffocating. Mm-hmm. Yep. And people are going to see it. See, there's a difference of sheltering your kid and disciplining your kid. Many would tell me 
Let that boy run around and play. First of all, this is not a playground. That's not about to happen here. Now, we have to learn when it's time to do and when it's time not to do. It's not time for my child to think he had a playground in a restaurant, in a library, in a house of God. Come on, someone. I can teach my son, no, you're going to sit your tail right here until we leave. Then we can have some fun. I had to teach my kid that. I had people telling me when he was a kid, oh my, where was that? Out in public, it don't matter. And many would say, you know what? Can you help me with mine? Because you can't listen to nobody else's advice about your kid if it's not good, uh, godly advice. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Better pay attention to that. Hallelujah. God said, just let that sink in. You do what God tell you to do about your kid. Okay, what about when nobody tell you what to do about your kid? You can't be talking about each other behind each other's backs about each other's kids either. If we're not going to help them out. Got something to say, but don't want to help them out. I wish my kid would be doing this and doing that. Still help them out. Don't talk about them. Help them out. Have the child sit with you. Matter if I take him home with you for a couple of days. Come on, somebody. We're not being smart. Just that we got to let people know. No, you're not going to talk like that. We're going to be there for each other. We're going to be there for each other. That's the purpose of hearing the word. Being there for one another. Some of us need help with our kids. Okay. Some of us need help with godly advice regarding our kids. Okay. Get that godly advice and stop playing. Because one thing about me, I'm, I'm in a position where I can give that type of advice because I live by that advice. <laughs> okay? For real, for real. I live by it. I had to humble myself. I got to be careful when it comes to me sowing seed other places too. I'm trying to tell you. I have to. Because sometimes people will try you because you're just so sweet, so nice. I thought somebody really cared about, you know, getting to know me, you know, and connecting with me on a spiritual level. Hey, how you doing? Oh, wow, you're so powerful. you this, you that. Okay, well, can you help me with some orphans? I don't mind doing that, but is that our conversation going to be about every time I talk to you? Like, happy new year, happy new year. Okay, don't forget about the orphans. I'm like, darn. Like, is this about you or them? Do you want the money or is it ready for them? Because I don't bend places. I'm sowing seed and no one got nothing. 
I sponsored two children, one Tanzania and another one somewhere else. I don't even know how to pronounce it. And I kept looking at the kids' progress. I'm like, I don't see none. You still look hungry. You still look thirsty. And I'm giving double the amount because they talked me into it. One mistake I should have let happen, but still I did. And I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, okay. And I realized, what am I doing? What am I doing? These kids not getting nothing. And they looking at me in the picture like, we're not. Got to be careful about that. It may be a good idea, but not a godly idea. Hallelujah. That's why I thank God when I go places and put it in their hand. There's all that overline, all online, overseas online, and all that extra and all that. No, it's not always legit. I never get somebody said to me, what was it, last year? You know, I want to just bless you with $5,000. What would you do with that? What's your cash out? I'm looking like cash out. Holy Spirit said, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't give me your cash out. Don't give me your cash out. And I'm like, people out here doing that too? They're not, they're not, I mean, lying about stuff like that? What's your cash out? Darn, they out here really trying to be, you know, scandalous. God, what's your cash out? You know what I mean? They got with that? Oh, God. Like, it, like I can't lose with it. Let me just give them a cash out. You know, they, it's either they're going to give it to me or I'm not going to get it. And that's why things happen like that. Hallelujah. So we have to learn how to take advice and apply it. We have to learn how to take the advice and apply it. Not being our feelings. You know what? You're talking to me. Yes, I'm, I'm going through that. Let me work on that. That's nothing but God. Let me work on that. The year just started. Let me realize I am the change. Hallelujah. I'm trying to. We want to live like that. Everybody in the house unhappy. And we don't even care. So, what I say? Mm-mm. That pushes people away. That pushes people away. God said, let that child go to college. Let that child be trusted. And the children be trusted. They're not going to do you wrong. And in fact, it's time for it. Because you have did your job, and it's not over, but you have gotten to a place and a point where they are, you know, able to make their own responsibilities, their own choices. We can't make a form all the time. We're not called to live their walk. You know, it doesn't matter. One child, two children. We can't do that, parents. See, I noticed I've done been through things just so God can have me be an example. But it's not that God has me to go through the things I, you know, I just know that everything that I have done, He has to work this stuff out for my good. Whatever that is, let me explain that. 
See, it wasn't God's intentions that Joseph be betrayed. Why would he want to put him through something that's terrible when our father is good? You know, it's just that whatever the devil try to do, God have to work itself out for our good. Many of us think that God put us through all kinds of hell just so we can receive heaven. That's not true. God just picks us up, right, when we make our mistakes because he's just that faithful. That's how much he wants us to get the life that he has for us, to possess it. I'm not going to watch you keep messing up. I want you to get it. I want you to gain it. I want you to have it. It belongs to you. Because God was talking to me for over five, six, seven years. Every day, the same thing. The same thing. The same thing. And I was like, do we have to talk about this again? Why? God. I had no idea it was all like this. No. Mm. <laughs> I'm ready to possess my promise. Oh, God. I, that came out of my spirit, man, <laughs> for real. How about every part of me felt that thing? I'm ready to <laughs> Father, okay. Okay, Father. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I know. I know. See, God can see my heart. He knew where I was going. He knew where I met. Uh, 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 he knew. <laughs> You always know. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to possess my prophet. Oh, God. I said, again. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you for everything, God. God said, watch it. Mm -hmm. What's all do? We thank God for all of you. It's my time for now. Enjoy this episode. Never hear a message from God and be in your feelings. Mm -mm. It's to be mature enough to say, you know what? This applies to me. Let me change this. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hey, with a podcast, I'm trying to tell you. I don't think nobody else be here. Why are recording? You got to do more than one thing at a time. Y'all understand? Have you over here sometime? Yeah. Thank y'all for y'all patience. But let me uh lie down. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Let me lie down. My God. I don't really have nothing on my schedule today. Thank God. But if it was, still thank God. I done ate on my down. Okay. Oh God, I'm not playing around. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> you hear that sound? Like no. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But I really want you to take this. Take these words. If it applies to you, take these words and just apply it to your life. Make those changes. Sit your family down and just talk to your family. It's going to take that. You're going to have to. You're going to have to learn how to become bended. Stretch and pull. And what that means is you're going to have to lower yourself, humble yourself to allow everybody in your family to live. It cannot be what one person wants, what two people want. It has to be what God wants. 
And God says, you know, whoever you are, whoever, you know, it could be all of you on here listening today. You know, your children are unhappy. They want to go to college. They want to go out and explore the world. I see with that. Thank you. And you're not letting them. Mm-hmm. God said you're not letting them. You're afraid. God said you're a woman. It's a woman. A lot of you women. You know, and men too, but it's majority of us women, yeah. It's we like you know what these are my kids, and what I say it can't it can't be that way, yeah. A lot of men want to avoid the argument and just say go ahead whatever. Uh, you know, mm -mm. sit your family down and make change, yeah. God said, your children or child, it doesn't matter, going to be very excited when you let them go and when you start trusting them more. Go ahead. You know, what is God putting in your heart to do? Okay, I want to go away to school. Okay, all right. You know, God has grants and programs for stuff like that to help you, you know, help your child. You know, go. Do, you know, do what they do. Yeah. So they can, you know, continue to reshape the world, you know, in their generation. They can't do that living at home with us all the time. I mean, the way I want my home to be, it's what I wanted. I wanted everybody to stay there. <laughs> no one leaves. <laughs> y'all have y'all kids here. Y'all spouses here. We're just going to just keep expanding on the home. It's going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Y'all understand? <laughs> We're just going to add more bedrooms, add more space, add more this, add more that. <laughs> just one big mansion with all, you know, children, children's children, children. <laughs> and they're not going to all want that. No. They may not want that. They want their own place. Who wants to have their family at home with, you know, their family <laughs> all the time? No. Mm -mm. And it's not me being a nosy mother or being sheltering. No, just that, you know, you go ahead. You have that portion over there. That's like a whole house over there to yourself. But as long as we under the same roof. Yeah, but everybody's not going to want that. Yeah. Yeah. I used to want a house full of people. I'm telling you. I used to want a house full of people. And people who have a house who live that way was like, I could just use two or three. Yeah. I always wanted a lot of people in my home. I did. Yeah. For the reasons why people don't want that. I was like, I can't wait to have that. That's how I was since I've been here. Yeah. God will have in you what you created to do. Yeah. But let your children explore more. Let them, they're not leaving the nest. No child can ever leave the nest. You know, and that's what I mean by that. I mean, just go on their own and nothing you can say or do about it ever. No, you're going to always impart into your kids. They're going to always need advice from you, advice from me. You understand? So just trust them more. Trust them. Pray over them while you're trusting them. God got them. We can't shelter them all the time. It's not just, they're not kids anymore. Now, we, we acknowledge that they're not kids anymore, but we are treating them, you know, still treating them like kids. And, of course, they're going to, you know, be rebellious. They're going to act out. They're going to have smart mouths and roll their eyes because, you know, they are not living. It's like, you know, they're living the way how we want them to live, but they have to live their own lives. We can't do that to them, guys. You know, we can't do that to our children. And we can't have our children to be in our homes doing whatever they want to do either. 
See, now God is dealing with another subject. <laughs> Some of us got kids that just, you know, they living free like water. But what I mean by that, just not having no type of discipline. They could do this, they could do that, and we're condoning it. Okay, that's what you're supposed to do. You're good, you're grown. So what? I don't care what nobody got to say. And that can also rob us too, guys. That can rob us too. If we don't set no boundaries, if we don't teach them no discipline, then we're going to have, you know, sons in the house smoking and having friends coming over. And we thinking, you know, it's okay. Then we got girls in the house, you know, got their girlfriends coming over and they smoking and drinking and, you know, wearing whatever, showing whatever. And, you know, we know that we are whosoever. So it shouldn't be like that. Like they just doing whatever. So we got to be mindful of that, too, because then we got sons having kids and kids and daughters having kids upon kids in one home. So it's, it's not going to work. And it's like, who helped paying everything? It appears like they acting like adults, but not making no, you know, adultly type of decision. You understand? So we have to be very careful with that. You know, some of our, our kids is just, they got too much, you know, they got too much you know, decision-making that they could just do on their own. They're not having no boundaries set before them regarding the decisions they make. You know, children don't know everything. You know, we don't know everything. But we are created and we are graced to teach them the way they should go. And if they're not learning anything, then they're going to just go off of what they see. And that's why a lot of homes are out of order now. And many, like if I had a home and I had all boys and they were doing whatever they want, I let them smoke, drink, have company and all that, what man of God going to want to date me even if in the will of god you no know, this is what god wants he gonna be like this is gonna be a piece of work for me like oh my god that her kids could do whatever oh no they could talk to me like whatever many of us got kids at home who don't have no self-respect no res if i don't respect myself how can i respect you you understand and that's a lot of them pop off at people who come in you know being disrespectful being you know all kinds of ways and we're allowing them to do that we allow them to talk to our company any kind of way, tell us who they're going to have, tell us how we should run our money, uh, spend our money, and do what with our money. And many of us spend all our money on grown adults in our home. Our kids are fully grown, but not even aware they're fully equipped. Something is wrong with that picture. You know, we're never going to have a husband or never going to have a wife in that type of environment. No. Especially even if we got, you know, old relationships, you know, coming inside and you could do what they want and still have attachments to us and, you know, still the past still touching us and we're trying to, you know, touch the him and his garment for the future, that's not going to ever happen. Never. And I'm telling you, you got to look at your situation and wonder why is it still the same way? Why am I still like this? Why do I not see any progression in my life? Is it something that I need to do that I know I'm supposed to do and I'm really being honest with myself knowing I'm not doing it? Come on, someone. Or oh, why do I want to see this come to pass? Is it because of God or is it because of something that I just choose to have? There's an angel right there. Hi. Mm, about to get some money. You say what, God? Mm, just tell me what to do with it. More? Mm. You said correct that. More money. You about to receive more resources. Okay, just show me what to do with it. Just tell me what to do. I'll do it. God could give me ten million and tell me to sow ten million. I would sow that ten million without a problem. Yeah, I think God He can trust me like that. Yeah, I think God I don't live that party lifestyle. Like shot, 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 shot. Mm -hmm. Thank God I get that love. <laughs> party and like a rock star for real. 
I was partying. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. All right, come on. Time for shots. All right, shot, 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 shot. Oh, God. Go to the bar. Shots. Okay, shot. Okay, shot. Go on. <laughs> Where the food at? But a lot of times I, I was drinking. I didn't have no appetite. So you can imagine how I felt. Oh, God. Mm, mm, mm. And many of us are worried that what we have done, our kids would do. Yeah, right. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I was like that with my son. No, I was like thinking about you being around all boys. And, and someone in school was like, you don't want him to be around all boys. I'm trying to tell you. I was like, okay, no, you don't want to be around all men. You don't want that. That's why a lot of men in prison turn on men because they're around men all day. You don't want that. I was like, okay. That was the Holy Spirit telling me to do somebody else. Because I was like, he's not going to no girl's school. No, nothing, nothing now. Be around men. They was like, you don't want to be around. <laughs> you don't want to be around no men. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I just went by quick. Yeah, I had to be reasonable. I had to be reasonable. Trust him. I trusted my son. My son ain't making no mistakes like that. You can look at my son and say, you know, it's real. You don't see nothing rehearsed. He's not doing that. It's not even on his mind. And I thank God that it's a constant of receiving, you know, prayer and just, you know, being poured into. I just thank God for that. Because, you know, there, it could be a father, be figured that's like, you know, my son going to have a girlfriend. My son going, you know, live cool like they do on TV. My son going to be the whole BT. You know what I'm saying? My son going to be the whole this, this, that. And you could be a mother or a father like, oh, that's not happening for mine. And it takes you to put your foot down and allow that not to take place. And look at the other parent like, you know what? I'm glad you did. Because there are people that say, you did a great job because your child is different and your child loves their difference and your child not trying to be like nobody else because you're letting your child be who they are. And I thank God for that. I'm not going to ever try to change my kid. No, I don't get who we around. No one's going to try to change my kid. He could wear what he could dress like as he likes to dress. But I had to teach him a little bit. You know, son, you got to match. You got to match. You got to match, son. You got to match. Okay. You can't put those two together, son. You know, I had to you know, help him out a little bit, but yeah. For the most part, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to have, you know, someone trying to define who my kid is. No, you should be dancing like this, singing like this, rapping like this, wearing your hair and clothes like this. No. Uh-uh. Then where's our difference? Then where's our, us being uniquely and wonderfully made if we all can walk around here looking the same? God showed me a basketball. Mm. I see somebody's child likes to play basketball. Mm. Do you think that's a career for your kid? Or do you think that it's just a hobby? Mm. Invest more in your kid with basketball. I see a basketball for one of you guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. I see a basketball. Mm-hmm. It's because my son has height. Many would try to put him on their team. He's like, I'm not into that. Whatever you want, son. That's why he was never really on no team growing up. You know how I be parents. You're going to be on football. You're going to be on the soccer team. If my son showed interest in that, of course. His interest was not in those areas. No. Now, my son, you know, he's in shape, but he's not an athletic kid. No. He doesn't really. He can watch sports, but he's not really sporty. Not at all. He'll do something family related, but just to do it as a hobby. I mean, you know, every day. No. Mm-mm. No.
my son likes to, you know, protect, you know, people from danger. Yeah, he's always like that. Yeah. He said, I want to help people, protect people from any kind of harm, any kind of bad guy or bad, you know, bad situation for robberies and all kinds of stuff like that. I was like, oh, boy. I had to learn that the hard way when he was younger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I commit a crime in front of my kid. He was like, uh-uh. No. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. My son was like that. Yeah. It hurts his feelings to see stuff like that happen. I was like, oh, that's your heart. Yeah. Like, it, it used to hurt my heart to see people, you know, just choose not to come alongside with God. And, you know, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hallelujah. I just thank God for me being able to take a little nap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy about that. Thank you, God, for this day, this day of rest. I don't cook dinner and everything. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I will. I'm still eat some of them. And you can put them back. Just wanted to taste a little bit. You want to taste one? I will. Taste it. You want your food up? Not yet. Okay. Look, taste, taste my um, I got two. Thank you. Well, enjoy. Look up now. I taste these stuff. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. You all right? Yes, sir. All right. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, God, for everything. Let that sink in. Because your family is about to be changed forever. Mm-hmm. Your children gonna wanna they're gonna be so excited to go away. It's gonna be like, oh my gosh, like yeah, you guys act like you know, animals that have just been freed from out the cage. Yeah. It's okay. It's gonna seem like that. But just make sure they stay calm. Yeah. Cause the thing is you don't want people to see that they were being confined. So just let them know, don't go wild. But go ahead and just, you know, enjoy. Mm-hmm. You about to see a difference in your home. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be more space too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can see it. That child or children gonna be so excited <laughs> for that type of change. Mm-hmm. That needs to take place now. That change has to happen now. So start making investments right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, goodness, what is this? Mm-hmm. That's car insurance. <laughs> Let me get the car first, okay? <laughs> I might stay with State Farm. Someone said go to the guy car. I already been with him. I didn't really, you know, have a good experience. Mm-mm. Yeah, as he will stay far more progression. Mm -hmm. 
whatever. But anyway, they're going to be so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you guys. Mm, I see hotels. Let me just tell you what I see. I see hotel rooms. Mm. Mm. Okay, God. Is it that specific place or? Mm. I lift up those hotel rooms right now, God. That you receive all the glory on and praise. Anything foul going in those rooms. Anything that's defiling that's going on in the office, the management. That you be exalted. If you want it to crumble down, let it crumble down, God. In Jesus' name. There is some property that God wants to give over to us. Mm-hmm. Whatever property you want to give to me, Father, I receive it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. It's time to do that with your family. It's time to sit your family down and go over those things with your family. It's my time for now. Enjoy the changes that's happening in your family.